0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. I'm your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from TikTok. If it's your first time here, thank you so much for coming. Take a seat in the classroom wherever you would like. You are so welcome. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. I stand you. I'm in your fandom. You guys, I have some pretty disturbing news to share with you today. And that is that they made another Titanic film. Not the same people who made the first one, but a group of insane demonic weirdos made another Titanic film called titanic 666 and (laughs) it's about how like in a fictional world they remade the titanic they completely uh, replicated the first one and they sent it on the same path it went when it crashed the first time but this time like a demon whisperer comes on board and or satanist or something and resurrects all the dead people who died in the titanic and they're like angry spirits who want to kill everyone who's on this new titanic voyage because they're disrespecting what they went through and it's the lowest budget thing you will ever see lower budget than RuPaul's Drag Race season one lower budget than a Jesse Nelson music video don't watch it unless you just want to laugh your ass off but I don't know why the fuck they would do that how demonic literally okay anyway let's get into the topics for today because there's a lot of tea we have to discuss it is a piping episode first we're going to talk about obviously renaissance we're not going to shut up about that for months by the way beyonce's new album is met with more controversy even after the initial weekend drop there's even more controversy rolling her way you will not break her soul but we'll talk about it and then we're going to talk about the fact that shakira might go to prison for eight years i mean come on we need to talk about that then we're going to talk about taylor swift being called a climate criminal and if she really deserves that title based on some facts of what taylor has done and then we're going to talk about two celebrities dealing with pretty unique diseases right now. And that is Justin Bieber and Iggy Azalea. Before we get into everything, make sure you rate this podcast five star on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Screenshot yourself listening to it. Post it on your Instagram story and tag me and I'll repost you and we'll hit it up in the DMs. This is a Tuesday, Friday podcast. Do not forget that. Tell your friends and let's get into it. Welcome to Pop Culture University. Students, take your seats. We're the way cushion, is? Put me up oh. Tip 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 on hardwood floors Tin 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 across the board you know Anyway, that was my Shakira impression. Wasn't it kind of good? I'd like, no one's more fun to do a Shakira impression than... Sorry, no one's more fun to do an impression of than Shakira. Or maybe like Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog here. Was that good? I love doing impressions, but I'm so bad at them. Okay, so Shakira might go to prison for eight years. And this is some real ass shit. So our Colombian queen, Shakira, is facing six charges against her, alleging that she failed to pay the Spanish government nearly $15 million in taxes between 2012 and 2014. First of all, uh, what a flex. I would be like, ah, I'm being exposed for making so much money that I owe $15 million in taxes because that's only, you know, you only owe a small percent of what you make. So big flex. She's rich as fuck. Then not only do they want 15 or do, are they saying she didn't pay 15 million between those two years? The prosecutors coming after her are saying that they also want to seek a $24.5 million fine from her. So they're trying to squeeze $40 million out of Shakira. Oh, hell nah, nah, $40 million over my rich, hot, skinny, dead body. Is any government going to try to take $40 million from me? No, fuck that. But they say she is guilty. And the IRS, like, apparently they'll come for you even 10 years later. I don't know why it took them so long between the years of 2012 and 2014. I mean, all right. She was making a lots of money back then with Waka Waka. Eh, eh, samina, mina, eh, eh, eh. So she was balling back then, but they want it now. And they even offered her a plea deal, basically saying that you, you, you can just pay us this $40 million and we'll let you go. They'll let her live to she-wolf another day. But I think that's so, like, antagonistic. I think that's so bullying of them to, like, pressure her into this plea deal. Like, oh, you go to prison for eight years, eight years. Just take this $40 million plea deal. When she, like, is saying she's innocent, that's so annoying. Stop. Like, that is not a plea deal. That is a plea scam. There's no deal in that. Fuck that. Shakira said she trusts her innocence and she chooses to leave the issue in the hands of the law. Period. She's not worried about this government corruption trying to steal money from her. So basically the mix-up is coming from when Shakira, between those two years, listed the Bahamas as her official residence for tax purpose during those years. But prosecutors say that she was in fact living in Spain with her now ex-partner, Gerard Pique, who like cheated on her and is a phony, ass, ugly, loser, fat bitch. Um... And he's the father of her two children. So apparently Shakira was trying to like get around paying more taxes in Spain, saying that she was living in the Bahamas. But they are trying to prove that she lived over the amount of days that you have to live in a certain country to be a taxpayer there. So they have to find all this evidence that she was living in Spain that whole time. But Shakira believes that she was living in the Bahamas and she'll be proven innocent with this whole thing. And if they do find her guilty, she really should have asked the politicians how they hide uh, their taxes because they're clearly doing it better than her. I don't know about you guys, but I'm scared of committing tax fraud on accident. That's like my biggest fear, that one day I'll just end up in jail from accidentally committing tax fraud. Tax is so annoying to me. Like, how are you going to tell me I didn't pay the right amount when you're making me do it by myself? Uh, Make it make sense. I thought my math was right. I was not the best in high school math. I'm sorry. Maybe you should have helped me out with it before putting me in prison. Bitch, it's such a stupid system to me. Um, apparently, they could maybe handle this another way. Most of the times in cases like this, the government doesn't go the criminal route. Um, on Shakir's team, someone said, my guess is that they're trying to pressure her into settling the case by deploying the bad publicity and the threat of jail. So exactly, she... if. Shakira, Shakira did do this it was not on purpose this was not some big ha 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 I'm an evil super villain Shakira she wolf I'm gonna not pay all this money in taxes it was an accident if anything so she'll probably f- be fine but they're so annoying for trying to like ruin her reputation and threaten her with all that money and all that jail time get off of her back get off of her dick she is busy that is so annoying like stop no one cares about you like stop I believe her her hips don't lie so anyway what can we learn from this Even if you don't pay your taxes by, even if you pay your taxes wrong by accident, you have to pay your taxes, you guys. There's only three things certain in life life, death, and taxes. The IRS will hunt you down no matter how long it's been, and you do not want that smoke. You do not want those consequences, going to jail or anything. So just do your taxes, do them on time, and everything will be okay. At least if Shakira was lying, she's a beautiful liar. So let's talk about her beautiful liar collaborator, Beyonce. So obviously, unless you live under the biggest, deepest rock in the fucking world, you don't know that Beyonce's seventh studio album, Renaissance, did drop this week to very favorable reviews. Actually, her highest re- highest rated album in her whole career, which is so impressive, being over like, what is it, 20 or 30 years into her career. So that is so insanely impressive. Not everyone has that longevity, has that commercial um, lifespan that Beyonce does. And only legends can do that. So good for Beyonce. It has a 9.3 rating on Metacritic. Metacritic is like where you should go to look at album reviews because that compiles all reviews and puts it into like a um, cumulative score. So 9.3 on the cumulative meter. Lemonade had a 9.2, which is fucking amazing considering it's been out so long because the reviews just pile on. But right now it's doing amazing. But fuck the professional reviews. I prefer reading the gay reviews because I think they're f- funnier. So let's look at what Lil Nas X said about Beyonce's album. I just think it's so funny. He said, This Beyonce album, so cunty hunty. I'm finna slay the boots. Choo-choo-choo. Vogue pussy pussy kitty kitty cat. Yeah, I mean, that tells me everything I need to know. I would know more from that than a thoroughly typed out with big words and immaculate grammar and vocabulary review by pitchfork that means nothing to me what the gays say means everything to me someone else said beyonce walked into that studio did four lines of coke texted billy porter lol faggot i can say that i'm gay put her clit directly on the mic for an hour and hit record 12 out of 10 basically i agree with both of those and they're right the biggest red flag to me i posted this online but the biggest red flag to me is when people say that this beyonce album is mid like what do you mean where did that word even pop up in this album discussion who can even process that like you have to be a psychotic psychopath sociopath to think that even fits in the same sentence where does that you're fucking crazy what part of the album was giving mid the vocals the production the message the world she built your favorite artist has more mid in their fucking thumb than beyonce has in her whole fucking body so don't disrespect her like that you are not a sophisticated consumer of art and just say you hate the girls and the gays and move on like i can't trust you that's crazy but anyway yeah can, can you believe some straight men on are like oh beyonce's made mid yonce mid yonce oh my you just don't get it you there's people who get it and there's people who don't anyway some people are hating on it Because there's another scandal approaching with it. I don't know if you guys remember from last episode, but she was already hated on it by Khalees, the girl who sings, my milkshake brings other boys to the yard. Because that artist was saying Beyonce sampled her and didn't give her credit. So she was majorly calling her out, saying Beyonce's a copier and a soulless piece of shit, basically. Beyonce never responded because why would you try her? Why would you bother? She is Beyonce. Anyway, people are now saying... Beyonce's song heated is problematic because she says the word spaz spaz is apparently a problematic word um that people with spastic cerebral palsy do not appreciate people saying because they think it's demeaning to their very real disability that they have that caused them to have spasms and they don't like when people compare their real condition to something you know a slang word that people use to describe like freaking out or going crazy or something so beyonce sings spazzing on that ass spaz on that ass i mean that was poetic <laughs> beyonce could do romeo and juliet but shakespeare could never do renaissance and that's a fact anyway people do not like that line and it is being changed beyonce already said that she will change it she's committing to going in re-recording it's still on there right now but of course it takes a minute to you know go in and like redo the vocals put all the layering mix and master and then put it out again so beyonce has committed to changing it she listened but i don't know if you guys remember this same exact thing happened to lizzo what two weeks ago lizzo in her song girls said the word spaz in one of the lines as well and lizzo had to go in and change it just like this so it's pretty interesting to me that We've never really, in the pop culture sphere, never heard someone get canceled for this until now. And then two women are getting canceled for it basically just days apart. Not canceled, but a lot of hate. Actually, people are really trying to cancel her. Someone said, so at Beyoncé used the word spaz on her new song, Heated. Feels like a slap in the face to me. The disabled community and the progress we tried to make with Lizzo. Guess I'll keep telling the whole industry to do better until ableist slurs disappear from music. Someone else said, screw you, Beyoncé. You should be a role model, not making money from the lazy use of derogatory language shame on you yeah those are very heated responses oh my god i didn't even mean to make that pun that pun those are very heated responses and i agree with them i think it is it is a bit interesting that beyonce did like did she not see the lizzo backlash did she not know about that it'd be pretty surprising if she didn't or did no one on her team that was working on the album and knew the lyrics see it either like I trust that Beyonce is busy, but no one warned Beyonce about this and she still put out the song. If Beyonce did know, I think that is a little shady and she deserves that um, calling out. But I'm gonna just give Beyonce the benefit of the doubt because it's motherfucking Beyonce and why wouldn't you? So good for Beyonce for changing it. Hopefully people learn because it is very dis- it would be very disheartening if you were someone um, in that community and people were saying this slur in a fun way well you have to deal with that exact you know condition every single day it wouldn't feel good hearing it come out of people's mouths like imagine the thing you're most insecure about and people say it as a slang word for like being crazy or bad or something like you wouldn't like that so what can we learn from this we shouldn't pick and choose what community we're going to respect with our language if it offends someone for a good reason we shouldn't use it and we should listen to what they say and pivot and adjust properly which is what these two women are doing inclusivity doesn't mean excluding one group and not caring about them just because you think it's ridiculous or you know too much work or whatever so i'm glad everyone is speaking up and we should practice being more careful and respectful with our words for everyone which is hopefully the direction that we're going but we should all play our part in that by the way i will i will not be saying that word outside of this episode for educational purposes thank you
0: Hey!
1: This WWE promo just gets better and better. The drama seems so real, and of course I'm referring to the epic match at wrestlemania between will smith and chris rock so yes four months after the slap heard around the world will smith finally decided to do a sit down six minute apology to chris rock and he put it on all news stations all over the world you've probably already seen it but he kind of dissected the whole thing answered a lot of people's questions like why didn't he apologize to chris during his oscar acceptance speech or why didn't he apologize sooner and really every single aspect of the whole thing and he said sorry many many times during this six minute speech that he put out to the world so here's a clip of it
0: um so I will, I will say to you uh Chris I apologize to you uh, my behavior was unacceptable and I'm here whenever you're ready to talk um I I want to apologize to Chris's mother. I saw an interview that Chris's mother did. And, you know, that was one of the things about that moment. I just didn't realize, and, you know, I wasn't thinking, but how many people got hurt in that moment. I am deeply remorseful, and I'm trying to be remorseful without being ashamed of myself, right? I'm human and I made a mistake, and I'm trying not to think of myself as a piece of Um, So I would say to those people, I know it was confusing, I know it was shocking, um, but I, I promise you I am Uh, deeply devoted and committed to putting light and love and joy into the world. And, you know, if if you hang on, I promise we'll be able to be friends again.
1: So it does seem like Will Smith is genuinely sorry for what he did. I think he feels real remorse for it. I think he is embarrassed and ashamed, as he should be. So I think it's good that he's putting at least an apology out on a public platform. But I'm not sure I love the way he did it. He did sound very genuine. We love that. But I don't know. I mean, he's an actor. I don't know. I'm not sure I love the way he did it. And neither did Chris Rock. So Chris kind of responded to the whole thing at one of his comedy shows, kind of referring to how he feels like Will is trying to like play the victim and make it seem like this is such a horrible thing that happened to him and he just wants to move past it. Chris said, everybody is trying to be the fucking victim. If everybody claims to be a victim, then nobody will hear the real victims. Even me getting smacked by Suje Smith. I went to work the next day. I got kids. So basically he's saying that I was the real victim here and I just had to deal with what someone did to me and move on with my life with a smile on my face because I have bills to pay and a family to raise. And he just gets to walk away and choose when he apologizes to me. And he should be taking way more accountability. By the way, Suje Smith, he's comparing will smith to some like crazy murderer named suge who's on like death row or something so that's like obviously like not the best comparison i wouldn't want someone to compare me to that so um he continued and said anyone who says words hurt have never been punched in the face kind of saying like yeah i made a joke about jada smith's alopecia but i absolutely did not deserve to be punched in the face and will should have controlled himself i mean absolutely it's never okay to do that with someone. And and I don't think it was even the most offensive joke in the world, or he meant it was like such malintent behind it to like really offend Jada. They're friends. I'm sure it was just a poke at a movie that came out. Of course he didn't mean it. So Will's reaction was totally unnecessary. I suffer from a form of alopecia. And if someone made that joke about me in the Oscars, I'd be like, ha 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 bitch. And that's all I would do. Like I, I wouldn't really feel anything and just be like, teehee, you're such a cunt. Like that's really all I would say. So anyway, Chris said he is not ready to talk to Will. Even though Will said on the news that he is ready to talk to Chris and he would love to have a sit down with him whenever he is ready. Chris said he is not ready to talk or accept an apology and will reach out when he is. And as he shouldn't, I'm so happy he didn't accept Will's apology, especially on a public platform. Yeah, shoot him down. Make him go up there on the news, give a six-minute apology, and then don't accept it. I fucking love that. Will deserves that. Will, this was the most unnecessary, most childish behavior I've ever seen. It's so embarrassing for Will, and he deserves to be embarrassed for longer. I'm not kidding. You're getting punched hard in the face. He could have really injured him on the Oscars, and you're going to make Chris walk around with this embarrassment for the rest of his life, one of the most viewed events of the year? How dare Will? And Chris's response was perfect. I think what Will wants from this is to put this behind him because he feels so much shame. This apology, it seems like it was just oozing that it was about him. I feel like he doesn't want Chris to just accept his apology because he feels bad for Chris. He wants Chris to accept to accept his apology publicly so Will can feel better. Why else would he you know put this apology on the worldwide news in the first place? It seems like, yes, he is sorry, but also a little phony to me. He wants public forgiveness so he can get up every day and go on with his life and be Will Smith again and not feel so ashamed. But he doesn't deserve that right now. And I don't care what anyone says. So I feel like he doesn't just want Chris's forgiveness. He wants to be satisfied himself. And I think Chris sees that. And that's why he's not ready to accept his apology. So I love that for him. But what can we learn from this and related to our lives? You don't have to accept someone's apology just to make them feel better and it's easy for people pleasers to do you see someone apologizing you think they're showing you know some sympathy or empathy for what they did and you just want them to feel better because deep down you're a people pleaser and that's what they do but you don't always have to do that if you don't feel healed or you feel like that person isn't really apologizing an apology doesn't have to always end with the response of acceptance, you saying, I accept your apology. Thank you. Because sometimes sorry isn't enough and people need more. And that's exactly what Chris needs in this situation. So don't ever feel the um, obligation to accept someone's apology. If they really did something that doesn't sit right with you, you can always say thank you for apologizing, but I can't accept it and be cordial. But I think there's a lot of strength in not accepting it, especially if it wasn't real or it's more for them. So heal at your own pace and accept Their apology when it's appropriate, when they earn it, and when you feel you're ready and they mean it. Someone who will not be apologizing anytime soon is Miss Taylor Swift. So, climate change is a real big problem these days. Greta Thunberg is working her ass off. The weight of the world literally is on her shoulders trying to save the world and she is a young woman it's a lot of pressure for miss greta thunberg but what do we have seven years until we all fucking die or something or until there's irreversible damage like did people not see don't look up just look up the planet is dying and you know who people are saying is a big contributor to that celebrities especially celebrities who are successful enough to have their own private jet Because me and you, we we take planes when we go on vacation every once in a while or maybe on a business trip or something. But we go on a commercial plane with a bunch of people. It's a pretty efficient use and we're not doing anything that crazy as just individuals in society. But people with private jets can get on that plane by themselves and travel 365 days a year if they want. And that sounds glamorous and, you know, oozing and oozing of glitz and glam and fame and, ah, sus. G-L-A-M. Fergie's version, not Jack Harlow's version. Anyway, it sounds amazing, but it doesn't come with the down. It does come with the downside of ruining the environment. But some people truly don't give a fuck about that. And the number one suspect for destroying the environment was Kylie Jenner. After she posted that dumb ass photo of her and Travis Scott with the caption "Wanna take mine or yours?" with both their private jets in the background. I mean, can you say tone deaf, ignorant, affluent? It's so dumb. She's like, me and Stormy are flying in the air, y'all. She's going to ballet practice. It's three minutes down the street, but this traffic is just so bad. Anyway, she got she got exposed for taking like a 17-minute flight, which is totally irresponsible for the climate and has real consequences. And this sparked a research media outlet to really find. Out, which celebrity is truly destroying the environment most? And you know who is number one on that list of emitting most CO2 emissions into the air? Taylor Swift. <gasps> her 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 surprise face when she wins award. Oh my, it's me! Oh, I didn't expect this. Oh my god! Oh, I won! I'm like, imagine that was her reaction when she was number one on the carbon emissions list. She's charts number one on everything. I mean, duh. so even this, it just makes sense. But apparently Taylor Swift's jet flew 170 times between January 1st and July 19th, totaling 23,000 minutes in the air, 16 days in the air, and an estimated total flight emissions of over 8,000 tons of carbon. So that is a whole shit ton. That is apparently more than the mass majority of people in the country make, um, like in their lifetime. So, That's really bad by Taylor, and it makes her look horrible. Her reputation is on the line again, y'all. We're about to get another reputation era, which I truly wouldn't mind. But Taylor quickly clapped back to this. She was not going to let herself get slandered for years. Not this time. So a representative for her quickly said, Taylor's jet is loaned out regularly to other individuals. To attribute most of these trips to her is blatantly incorrect. So apparently Taylor is letting other, you know, probably gross men who want to leech off of her for her private jet Taylor did send Ariana Grande, her private jet, after the Manchester attack to go pick her up from Manchester to bring her home, which I mean, that is worth it. Obviously, I love that. But apparently a lot of people are using her jet. So it's not just her fault. But even then, people really didn't care that Taylor wasn't on most of the flights because at the end of the day, they're saying Taylor is still being irresponsible because it's her jet. Don't lend it out so much if you know it's that bad for the environment. So they think it's still her fault and want Taylor to do a lot better better and maybe taylor wasn't aware of how many people were using her jet i'm sure she's not like looking at that all the time but that is definitely is something for taylor to learn i mean obviously keep track of your private jet don't let it destroy the climate but it's easy to just let that you know not be at the top of your mind so i'm not gonna say taylor is the worst person in the world but people want her to kind of be more aware of her usage she's not a climate criminal though let me tell you that i don't think she deserves all this hate she does a lot of good for the climate like she actually used to have two private jets but sold one of them in 2020 to lower her emissions which i think is a good thing because no one needs two private jets and she probably realized that um her one of her houses is completely solar powered because she lives in an area or at least that house is in an area where she can do that so that's amazing that's saving a lot and she literally just donated actually to a like climate change organization she sent someone a dm that said brit i just found out that you are the founder of the national environmental protection agency and i'd like to give you ten thousand dollars to help your organization and your cause can you send me the details for this so i love that quick pr turnaround she was like not on my watch Uh, uh-uh, i'm a don- I'm a donate to an environmental organization right now but she's always done good for the climate so good for her but anyway i think she can learn from this we don't need pollution taylor's version Climate change, Taylor's version. We need 1989, Taylor's version. Okay, so what can we learn? Everyone can do better, including Taylor Swift. She has some learning to do. We all have some learning to do to make a little impact in the world. But also, I wouldn't put too much pressure on yourself because, yes, we can each make a little, little change in that scary clock counting down towards the irreversible damage of climate change. But you know what we really need to do to stop climate change? Vote for politicians. Senators, the president, etc. Who can troll corporations who are responsible for putting 71% of the world's greenhouse gas emissions into the air. Just 100 corporations are responsible for that. So while we can make microscopic changes ourselves, we can make the whole world of difference. We can literally change the world if these corporations were just monitored and they had limitations on them. But guess what? They're going to admit as much as they possibly can to make as much money they can, and no one's going to stop them besides politicians. So we need to vote for people who are passionate about saving the earth, not Donald Trump, let me tell you that. He is the opposite. He's horrible for that. So, we need to vote for people who are passionate about saving the earth, and it's really in their hands. Also, stream Taylor Swift. So I guess it's time for Iggy Azalea to hang up the BBL because she can't twerk anymore. She is retiring from the twerkulator. She is no longer the strip club. Iggy Azalea, after finishing her tour with Pitbull, the I feel good tour that I actually went on. Well, I didn't go on the, I didn't open for them. <laughs> I mean, I should have, I went there and I met Iggy and we, I posted a TikTok with her and it was amazing. So Iggy, I love you, but Iggy unfortunately cannot twerk anymore because she has, Scatica. She tweeted, So I have Scatica, so fun. She let everyone know, very blatant, you know, obvious tweet. When I first read that, I was like, Scatica, that does sound fun. What, like, what is that? I want Scatica, but then I looked up what it was and it was not fun. So, Scatica is irritation or inflammation of the Scatica nerve. It's the longest nerve in the body from the spine, it goes from the spine to the butt and extends into the legs so when you have scatica there's like irritation and damage to it and apparently it hurts you have a lot of pain involved in your legs knees your lower back you know all the essential twerking areas you experience tingling and numbness some people say that they can barely walk with it so this is like worst case scenario for someone who works in in iggy's profession i mean the bbl has really paid itself off let me let me just say that it was a great investment and in real life, it looks even better, even more bootylicious. The badonka donk is badonka donking in real life. It looks amazing. So, and Iggy's a mom. Like, you know, I don't, I, I feel really bad for her that she's experiencing this, that she can't really do her work. And it's probably hard for her to keep up with her son. Her, her son's name is Onyx. He's two. He is so cute. He is such a cute little boy so I, I'm very sad that Iggy's experiencing all this and apparently just like it's very very painful people say that they like cry and spend most of the day in bed and it's hard to like get around and do everything so luckily though you can cure it you can you know work your way past it. it's kind of like through physical therapy I think is what people were saying it does go away after a certain point so she just has to get through that and maybe she can just go to the studio and sit down and <laughs> record music and then you know by the next album cycle she can be ready again but towards the end of the tour people were starting to hate on Iggy for her twerking abilities and her appearance they were like calling her fat which is first of all fucked up because Iggy Azalea is nowhere near that that's such a stupid toxic idiotic thing to say that someone said like she's been eaten lately and you know like just mocking her inability to dance but now we know why um, let me read some of these tweets to you. Someone said, kind of look like she doesn't have full control. Emancipated cheeks, if you like. Like acting as if her like BBL like slipped out of place or something. Someone said that Iggy really be tossing that big motherfucker, saying that her ass looks fat. People saying that she's been eating real good lately. So Iggy responded to all of the haters after she revealed what she was going through. And she said, it's a good thing I genuinely feel happy about myself and my body. Because y'all stay in every comment section talking the most shit about me and it's very mean-spirited and ugly p.s your man 100% wants to fuck me i mean she's absolutely right and how dare people be so ugly and nasty like she said that would be really hard to take i don't know if i'd be able to read comments like that about myself saying that i'm fat and dance bad especially after i went on stage and performed for people that make me feel like people were laughing at me while i was on stage so good for her for being so strong and like taking it you know off you know down the back i don't know what they say like letting the water off the duck's back or something. Yeah. Good for her for just getting past it and being so strong through this whole thing. And I'm wishing her healing and resting up and a successful, uh, re re reemergence of twerking. I hope her ass rises from the ashes like the Phoenix and the BBL comes back even more BBL. So someone else who's experiencing a pretty horrible health Condition right now is Justin Bieber. I don't know if you guys remember, but he had Ramsey Hunt syndrome that he was diagnosed with about, I feel like two months ago. And it's a pretty rare virus that affects nerves in the face. So unfortunately, half of his face got completely paralyzed. And it was not the cutest sight, let me tell you. Justin Bieber is fine as fuck, but he was not in his moment. He went on Instagram and posted a video of him trying to talk, and his mouth was drooped, and his eye like kept like rolling. Back kind of like by itself, he couldn't really control it or blink at all, so it was really scary. And this syndrome usually only affects people in their 60s, but for some reason it affected Justin, so that's I mean, horrible luck of the draw there. But he was really scared that it wouldn't really get any better for a long time because you can do like facial exercises and physical therapy to improve it, but. He expressed a lot of worry that they weren't working for like the first month at all. And he didn't really see much progress. And that'd be so annoying having to go out with half a paralyzed face or even just having to do your daily activity. So imagine the panic he was feeling for those two months and just the struggle he was facing. But luckily now, Justin is back. He is back to performing. He continued his tour that he had to call off because of it. And I mean, how strong is that? The fact that he got right back to work and didn't even like take his extra time to heal. That's amazing. Kudos to him. His face isn't like 100% completely back to normal, but it's pretty damn close. He looks really good. The physical therapy is working and I love him for that. He's so strong. Haley Bieber, his wife, posted him on stage and said, one thing I know for certain is you can't keep this guy down. And they've been through a lot lately, obviously with Haley having like a mini stroke, like a month before Justin had this. So I'm wishing them the rest of 2022 to be very healthy and prosperous and i hope justin's tour goes amazing and he's so strong and that he keeps healing but what can we learn from this be thankful for your health because if it isn't one thing it's another clearly you know a hard time with your health or some virus or something can really come out of nowhere so just be thankful every day that you wake up and you feel good and healthy and your body allows you to do everything that you want to do in an easy and peaceful way um but you know it does happen it will come and go so be strong and fight through those hard times and don't give up. It sucks, it happens to everyone. So, just be thankful for all the good times and keep good spirits through any health struggles that you do have because I truly believe that that is the key to healing. Well, thank you guys for listening to Pop Culture University today. I hope you had fun and have some tea to spill with your friends and learn something, got some cute little life lessons. Um, thank y'all so much for listening. I'm still like drawn up that merch. For this. I had like a little meeting with the podcast people and I was really excited about it. So look out for that soon. Look out for monkeypox too, y'all. That shit is scary. Wear long sleeves wherever you go. I'm just so paranoid about it. I'm like not even wanting to go out. My birthday's in two weeks, and I don't even want to go to the club anymore. And it's like really affecting my whole life. Why can't we just live in a time where there's not like seven pandemics trying to kill everyone or all these diseases and viruses going around? It's so tiring and we all deserve a break. Like Beyonce, like the Renaissance album came out and it was supposed to be like, oh, we're done with COVID and we can go back and party. But now there's fucking monkeypox, which is even worse. Kind of ruining her album rollout. So fucking rude of monkeypox. And I'm just over it. I don't know what evil scientists are in labs, like cooking up these viruses and sending them out into the world. I feel like someone is to blame for this. I'm going to say it's either Kim Jong-un or Liam Payne it's one of those two that are making all these viruses. But anyway, stay safe from that. Just like stay educated on the whole thing. I'm looking for the monkeypox vaccine. If you know anything about it or can get me one, DM me. But until next time, Friday, rate this podcast five star in Spotify it's, um Apple podcast. You're already here. You may as well do so. Screenshot it, post it to your Instagram story and tag me. And yeah, I love y'all. Oh my God, I made my first full-length YouTube video too. You should check that out at Culture on YouTube. And I will see you guys on Friday. Okay, bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.